Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right. I always like to start with something interesting and poor Bing. Oh, the search engine that gets no respect. That's right from Microsoft. Uh, well, Google is in a, with a slew of lawsuits in Europe about how they collect user data and what they do with it. So these European laws are much more stringent in Europe, obviously, than here in the United States. And so when I started going through some of the stats about Europe versus Google and here in the United States, I found something that was really interesting. What is the most popular search term that people use at Bing? The most popular phrase that gets searched at Bing, okay? It's Google. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't, that would just break my heart if I was oh. in charge of Bing. I mean, everybody's like, at Bing, but we have to go to Google. We have to do that. And I read the other day that U2's Bono, he used to be a big fan of Bing, saying it was just so great. It was simple. But even he had to switch to Google. You know why? Because he couldn't find what he was looking for. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. The pain that in our was voices. rough, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was rough. Okay, I promise you it's all going to get better. It's going to get better from here because there's it can't get any worse. It just can get better. And joining us here on Kim Commando today, because our Every Friday podcast is just a little bit different than Monday through Thursday because we have fun. We talk more about everything digital. And joining us every Friday podcast is, of course, Allie Selgman, our amazing content queen over at commando.com. So, Allie, how are you going to astound us with your brilliance today? <laughs> well, I have a very important warning if your computer is acting up and you're thinking about taking it in for repair. And I'm going to share some of my favorite gifts that we are sharing on the site that are under 50 bucks, and they will make anybody Ooh. on your list happy. They'll say, wow, where did you ever think of this idea? And, You're so smart. and then people, you know, they'll go like, oh, you know, I just knew exactly what you wanted. <laughs> exactly. You, it. We don't, you don't even need to give us any credit. And of course, we have our magnificent millennial and our internet scout, Matthew Heppel. And Matthew, what do you have for us? You know, I'm going to talk about a new weapon that might be able to finally fight back against deep fakes, hopefully, as well as my picks for my family for their gifts. So if they're listening, I'm going to tell them to listen away, um, <laughs> as well as the weird world of TikTok live videos. Mm. Yeah. It is so strange. It they is. are. It's bizarre. And if you have never tapped into TikTok live, um, just prepare to be... Um, Amazed? Is that it? <laughs> sure. Confused? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think confused is more likely. All right. We like to start with the news and some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And I don't really normally like to start with a downer, but I have to because there was a horrific crime that happened on a Sunday night, November 13th, around three in the morning in Moscow, Idaho. You know what I'm talking about. The four college kids that were stabbed while they were sleeping. And Kaylee Conveyles, she's 21 years old, Madison Mogan, 21, Zaina Canoodle, 20, Ethan Chapman, 20. Think about that. When you were 20 years old, you just had your whole life ahead of you, okay? And somebody comes in and stabs you and, or stabs your child. It's just unthinkable, right? So the police in that town, they have yet to name a suspect or a motive, and the murder weapon is still missing. But... The reason why I'm talking about this is that Reddit, in the subreddit Moscow ID Murders, think that they have solved the crime. They say, you know what, police department, you don't have the person, but we do. It, we think that it's their neighbor 
because remember, all these kids lived in this house. Uh, Jeremy Reagan, and they say it's a th- he's a third-year law student. Uh, somebody writes, I've been reading on Reddit, and the neighbor, Jeremy Rogan, has been doing multiple interviews. There's a case back in Georgia where this guy named St- Stephen McDaniels was doing interviews in the news, and he was the one that actually killed his neighbor. It's on YouTube. And the way that this guy and Jeremy talks, the similarities are uncanny. Pretty weird that they're both law students, too. Okay. Somebody else says, you can see it in his eyes. You know that he's the one who married. Somebody else said, well, why is he talking to the media? Okay. It just seems like everybody who gets caught, they're always on the news talking about how sad they are and what they didn't do. Okay. Now, what's happened to Jeremy's life has become a living hell because people are stalking him at his house online, social media, and he went on court TV and said, listen, I didn't do it. I got nothing to hide. I'm willing to give DNA right now, fingerprints, whatever they need. And when asked why the Internet, he thinks that the Internet believes that he's the one who did it, people on Reddit, the guy says, I'm just naturally an awkward person. It's my mannerisms. I'm socially awkward, so I might smile at points when I shouldn't, and I make these weird hand movements when I shouldn't. And that's why people think that he's strange. Hmm. Like somebody on Twitter said, why is Jeremy Reagan wearing a black bandage on his left hand? I'm not accusing him, but it's just strange. And he doesn't blink. Another suggested that he's guilty, saying that many perps in the past have inserted themselves right into the investigation. Okay. So let's think about this. Have there been any times where the Internet has solved a crime? Okay. Well, in 2011... Haley Wilson was a 17-year-old gal growing up in Amarillo, Texas. Right after Christmas, she decided to run away. She left a note for her dad. Okay, Obviously, dad distraught. He makes a video, Haley, come home, if anybody knows Haley. And the viral goes video. And not long afterwards, she was found in Carlsbad, California, safe. Uh, What about winning lottery tickets? Urban legend says anytime that you win the lottery, it comes with a curse. So... A man in Florida by the name of Abraham Shakespeare, he was mysteriously murdered after he won $17 million in the lottery. So the Internet went to work. Huh, let's figure out who who did this. Ah, D.D. Moore. The police thought that 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 was the person who did it, his financial advisor. So all these postings popped up online about this case. And Moore felt compelled to defend her reputation online. So she did. She logged into this forum that was all talking about the murder. And when she did this, she gave up her IP address, even though she said she was anonymous. So she didn't know anything about IP logging. So the site's, the forum owner figured out the IP address, sent it over to police, and D.D. Moore was eventually convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Wow. Okay. There's also another case. I mean, there's another one about a Ford 150 truck, and Joplin said, you know, oh, there's a piece of part. They didn't know it was a Ford truck, but there was a part left on the scene of a truck. And then they came and they said it was a Ford 150 truck. They found out who owned the Ford. So there is the whole idea that with mass comes, you know, ways that we can solve issues, whether it's whether or not we have aliens or whether it's a murder. But the thing that I just want to pass along is that if you have any leads, you should turn them over to the police. Okay? Yeah. All right? Okay, just do that. There's a murderer on the loose. And you can speculate all that you want. 
But the police are there doing their job. And I think it's great that we can help, right? But before we go naming names and making somebody's life horrible, okay, let's just not name any names and, and stop harassing this guy. I mean, it could be. Maybe he did do it. I don't know. Right. But until he gets proven in a court of law, remember, we still live in the United States, that you're innocent until proven guilty. That's all I want to pass along. All right. So we're going to change gears right now because I saw, I don't know if you guys saw the deep fake of Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Yeah. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I mean, he moves like Mark Zuckerberg. He's got that weird eye thing going on like Zuckerberg <laughs> mm-hmm. does, you know. And, and you know, you can tell that it's fake, though, because he actually looks almost human in this deep fake <laughs> video. He does. Okay. So so what's going on with deep fakes? And I read something this past week. I didn't have a chance to look at the whole thing. But Intel is coming out with their own deep fake detector. Is that it? Right. It's a really complicated story. But just a little bit more on the Zuckerberg thing. I think it's easy for a robot to make a robot look like a robot. So it's not that big <laughs> yeah, of a deal. True. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is true. Good point. All right. So what do you hear? A quick question. What do Joe Biden and Baby Shark have in common? And we're not going to get all political, but (laughs) they Hmm. both were in a deep fake. Right. So Joe Biden was supposed to be reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. And instead, someone deep faked it where he sang the song Baby Shark. And if you don't know the song Baby Shark, I apologize in advance because we are going to play a little bit of it for you right now. It's awful. And see, this is that song. It's almost like, I know, you're going to hate me for saying it. It's a small world. Come on. Oh, no. My brain is going to be fighting on what song to be stuck in it for the next week. It's a small baby shark. Wait, what? What? Yeah, it's it's a small baby shark. That would be it. So the deep fake was of Joe Biden singing that song, right? And it was pretty well done. And it went viral on TikTok, got 15 million shares, was all over the place, right? Well, this is getting worse and worse. Like you said, the Zuckerberg deepfake, the Joe Biden deepfake. There was even a TikTok that I came upon that was really, really popular. That was Tom Cruise doing crazy things, but it was all deepfaked. And it was really well done, so well done that he was able to like pop a lollipop in his mouth and it looked real. So it wasn't like the lips were all strange. It was really good. But deepfakes, they're getting pretty bad, right? Well, Intel just came out with their real-time deepfake detector. And they say it's 96% accurate. Now, basically what it does is it's able to scan people's faces instead of using the data in the background like a lot of these other deepfake detectors do. What they generally do is go into the back of that code and try to find irregularities that mark it as a deepfake, right? Well, this uses a science called, I'm going to try to pronounce this properly, photoplestomography is the correct way to pronounce it. I had to look it up multiple times. Okay, Allie, (laughs) can you spell it? Come on, Allie, can you spell Uh, it? P-H-O-T-O-P. I'm done. Photo. L plus Plus e. mythography. No, no, I'm just... Myth, M-Y-T-H-O... X-Y-Z. There you go. You almost <laughs> were there. <laughs> almost were there. <laughs> and what it does is it scans the images to actually study the skin, and it can tell how light impacts the blood vessels in people's skin. Oh, wow. So it's wow. really okay. complicated. And what they're saying this is able to do is detect these super high quality deep fakes. So they're giving it to social media. They're giving it to news outlets saying that this will be able to help stop the, social, the, the spread of these deep fake videos. 
you don't have access to it, and this might not be the end-all, be-all, but this might just be like the first weapon in this fight uh, against these deepfake videos. Okay, so they can well, never end up on the sites at all. Well, like, that, that's like, kind of like what they're trying to do. Yeah. Exactly. They're giving it to the, the higher-up people to try to get it taken care of before it even gets on there. Well, the bottom line, though, too, is that just because you see a video online, somebody famous, somebody public doing something. Right. It may not necessarily be them. So before you start sharing it out, just make sure you do some double checking. Yeah. If you see Joe Biden singing Baby Shark um, in front of a big red, white and blue flag, it's probably not real. Just <laughs> it's, <a hint>. Exactly. <laughs> it's probably, I mean, nine times out of ten. It's, I, I would say 99 point. Well, you never know, but we're not going to say know. that. Hey. Um, I just turned 80. But anyway, uh, moving on. All right. So, Allie, you got a great warning for anybody who takes their computer laptop into a repair shop, right? Yeah. If your computer is acting up, you might want to think twice, actually, if you are thinking about taking it in for repair. So researchers at the University of Guelph in Ontario, Canada, they did this study. They wanted to find out, okay, how snoopy are the repair techs at these repair shops? So they gathered up a bunch of laptops. And then they went through the logs afterward to see, okay, what did they do on these computers? Uh, In about half the cases, technicians accessed personal data on the laptops. Mm. Two of Of the places transferred some of the personal data onto other devices. Nice. Lovely. Uh, And fun, uh, laptops that belonged to women were more likely to be snooped on. Hmm. Okay. Because so, why? Pictures. <laughs> yes, exactly. Of course. All right. So for this study, they set up a bunch of laptops uh, running Windows 10. All of them were in perfect working t- condition. They just did one thing to them. They disabled the audio drivers. This is a really easy fix. It's inexpensive. And it's not something where you have to access any personal data. So really kind of the perfect test. Okay, what are they going to try to do? They also loaded the laptops up with photos, some normal photos, some revealing Uh, documents like financial data. Uh, They put crypto wallets on these things, and they even included the credentials to the crypto wallets on the computers. Uh, The cherry on top, they were running a custom logging app that actually used the Windows Steps recorder that Mm. Matt has talked about so they could see every (laughs) click they made and to see what they did. Like I said, in about half the cases, the text snooped on the files, the photos, browser history, all kinds of stuff. In three cases, they wiped all the recently accessed you know, logs, presumably oh, so covering the tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So what should you do if your computer is broken? This is really creepy. Uh, this makes me not want to ever take my computer in somewhere. So a few things you can do to keep yourself safe. You can encrypt your folders and your files. Um, that means only somebody with the password that you set can access them. It sounds hard. It's not. Uh, we have the steps over in commander.com. If you just search Windows Encrypt, um, you can find the steps for that. You can also do a backup. You can move all of your files over to, you could use a physical device. You should probably use cloud storage. Um, backup all your files there. Wipe everything locally off your computer. And then you know, okay, they can't access stuff. Uh, your best bet, you can make a new account on your computer. Um, it has to have all the privileges that they'll need to actually fix the issue on your computer. But you can do that and keep your files hidden on your you know, different user account. Uh, and make sure for that one, you set a password that you don't use for anything else. Uh, wouldn't it be really silly if you set the password <laughs> the same as your regular account? So don't do that. Use a random password generator. Make something hard. Write it down. Give it to the text. No matter what, make sure you log out of all your online accounts, all of your apps, everything like that. 
Now, a little shameless plug, uh, even if your computer is broken, it doesn't mean you have to take it somewhere. Uh, you can often do remote access to get it fixed. The nice thing about that is you can actually see everything that's happening and you don't have to trust that you know whoever has your computer mm -hmm. isn't looking through all your stuff. Um, Googling tech support, as you know, because you listen to this podcast, will get you into trouble. Uh, luckily, we have an option that we trust that's safe, that's been fully vetted. So if you go to getkimshelp.com, they can fix just about anything that's wrong with your computer. Um, and most issues they can fix in under 10 minutes, which is awesome. If they don't fix it, you don't even have to pay. So that's even better. Again, that's getkimshelp.com. Yes. It's a really good option if you, like me, are very creeped out <laughs> by yeah. the idea of someone having your computer and doing whatever they want with it. And you know what I love is that we're getting so much great feedback from getkimshelp.com. I mean, you know, guys and gals that have gone there and gotten their printer fix or Wi-Fi, whatever it is. And again, like Ali said, if they can't fix your problem, guess what? You don't pay. That's right. And that address is getkimshelp.com. You know, speaking of tech support, I don't know if I told you this, but years ago, we had uh, an IT person who was actually from Rome. And he didn't mm. speak much English. So I had this Windows laptop. And what happened was I gave it to him. And I said, listen, Leonardo, whenever I go to Bing, it would, my, I said, it, it just crashes. It just goes. And he looked at me. He says, so. He says, so, uh, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, that was a long way to go. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, coming up, how your family can save some money. That's right. And some tech gifts. And we have the What the Heck headline of the week you don't want to miss here on Kim Commando today. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, welcome back to Friday's Kim Commando. Today, we're getting you ready for the weekend. And right now, it's time for us to share some insider secrets that will make a difference in your life. And we're going to start out by talking about family plans. That if you have more than you in your household, that you really ought to take a look at how you can save some money by using these family plans. Like, for example, Amazon Prime membership costs how much? 140 bucks a year. Well, you can share that with somebody your friend or family, and because with an Amazon account, you can have two adults. You don't even need to live in the same spot. Uh, you can have up to four teens on board, and you also don't have to live in the same spot. Apple has something called the Apple One Bundle. I have our entire family on that. And you don't have to share everything. I mean, so like it's you get Arcade Plus, but let's say you just want to share the cloud storage. You can just share the cloud storage. And so that this way, everybody doesn't have to pay for their own individual storage accounts. Uh, Google, by the way, they just increased the amount from 15 gigs free to one terabyte free. Whoa. 
Yeah, that's nice. But they also have basic and standard and premium plans. We have it all outlined over on the website. So if you are using Apple, just look for Apple Plan Pros. And as I mentioned, Amazon, there's different tiers for that as well. And then, of course, if you have a Google account, you're going to be sharing, you know, all that good stuff, too, along the way. Uh, but speaking of family, I saw this on Twitter the other day, and I, I actually saved it because I knew I wanted to talk about it. Okay. Uh, it's from somebody. Let's see if you can figure it out. See who wrote this. Okay. You ready? Ready. All right. Uh, my wife and I are both unemployed. My mother died in a car crash. We have three children. We're all staying at Granny's place, but she died a few months ago. My dad has to work, and he's 73 years old. I'll do anything to take care of my family. Who am I? I think I got it. Is it Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think it is uh, pr- uh, Prince. You're right. It's a little Prince, William. isn't it? William. Oh. Prince of Wales. That's right. <laughs> All right, so Matt, tell us about some tech gift ideas that you are passing out this year. You know, I like to get tech gifts or interesting gifts for my entire family. I, I think that a lot of times people will, you know, get something like clothes or a shirt or something like that. And, you know, that's stuff that's amazing, don't get me wrong, but it's not something that they wouldn't buy for themselves. And a lot of the times, because I work in tech and I work here at commander.com, I know a lot of the really cool tech items that you can get for people. So I wanted to give you guys my list, but before I do... If my parents or sister or fiance <laughs> are listening, stop. Get, skip forward like five minutes. Keep listening. But just give it, give it a little bit of time. I don't want to ruin the surprise for you. So, okay. I thought I'd start with my sister and my mom. So both my sister and mom are teachers. My mom was a teacher for 31 years, first grade. My sister is a high school English teacher and has two kids. So they're both pretty stressed. So I'm thinking, always think, what can I do for them to help them de-stress, get a little bit of time for themselves? And so I was thinking about what's a nice little thing. And I found these amazing foot spas. They're all digital, so you can control it with your phone. It has heat. It has bubbles. It comes with Epsom (laughs) salts, and you can get it on Amazon. It's like $35. They're relatively inexpensive, and they're going to love them. So that's my first one for mom and sister. It's perfect. So my brother-in-law used to be a or is a high school golf coach. He loves golf. It's his passion. And so whenever I say, oh, you guys want to play golf? He's always in on a hill. He says, oh, whatever, I'll, whatever I need to do to play some golf. Right. So I thought, what can I get for him? That would just be something simple. That would be golf related. That wouldn't just be a pair of golf pants or whatever. And so I found this really cool thing on Amazon. Basically what it is, is it's a little like suede almost pad. And what it does is that you can practice your swing to make sure that you're swinging straight. Because as you swing, it swipes the bottom of the little carpet thing. And it's because it's like suede, it marks it. And it shows you whether you're swinging straight or not. And then you just reset it. And you can do that over and over and over. And so he can just go in his backyard and he can practice his swing. And it's really cheap. It was 30 bucks on Amazon. It's the perfect gift for him. He's going to love it. Nice. The next thing is my dad. And now my dad was a principal for, again, like 32, 34 years. And so he takes a lot of notes And I thought it was a really good idea to get him a smart pen. One of those pens where if you write down on paper, it actually tracks it within the pen and sends all those writings to your computer. Now, he's also an artist and he loves to draw. So this way he can also take notes, send those to a file on his computer. He can draw and add them to a sketchbook on his computer. I found a really nice one. It is the Ellipse Smart Pen. It's about 120 bucks, a little more pricey, but it's a really good reviews. And I know he's going to love this one. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Is everyone in your family 
uh, teacher. Oh yeah, I probably <laughs> should have mentioned it at the beginning. That. Is that my family is generational teachers <laughs> for uh, oh, hundred generations yeah. back to the 15th century in Germany? So, oh my gosh! Yeah, goes back far. Wow. Next is my nieces. So I have two nieces. They are younger. They are between the ages of five and ten. And they love all the little stuffed animals they get, but they also have a pile of stuffed animals the size of me, right? (laughs) So you can always get them more of those toys. But I thought, you know, wouldn't it be a good idea to start getting them into science, getting them into STEM, seeing if they enjoy it? That's good. That's smart. I love that. Exactly. So I found this uh, children's computer coding kit. And basically what it is, is it gives you the ability and it's little tiny computer, almost like a, a strawberry pie. Is that what they're called? Raspberry. Raspberry pie. Raspberry. Close enough, both delicious. And <laughs> it allows you to teach them coding in a way that children can understand. So they can get started really young. And cool. especially in this day and age, I wish someone would have given me something <laughs> like this when I was eight so that I could be coding right now. Wouldn't that be amazing? But... It's $100, but I'm going to give it to both of them. So it is a little more expensive, but it's a great gift to get them started in science early. Finally, my fiance, she loves coffee. And when I say she loves coffee, she's not like, oh, I just a couple cups. It's fine. Whatever. No, (laughs) she loves coffee. And for the last couple years, she's been using a Mr. Coffee. Those little $20 things you can get at Target. It's just a drip coffee machine. So I thought, you know, it's time for an upgrade. So I went on Amazon and on uh, just the other day, I bought her the Ninja Dual Brew Pro System 12. And this is really cool because she doesn't necessarily like the Keurigs, like the little K-Cups. She likes a pot of coffee, but Keurigs are also really helpful when you're just wanting a couple cup or a single cup of coffee or whatever. This does both. So it not only can it do the little cups, but it also can do a whole pot and use freshly grounds and everything. It also has a little frother on the side so I can make nice Ooh. fancy lattes for Aww, her. That's nice. Oh, you know what? I love that. I love, you know, you really did a great job, Matt. Yeah. I and mean, you kind of nailed something for every different personality. And that's that's part of the fun of giving a gift, right? I mean, yeah. it is. This way you can nail something down. Um, you know, I got Ian, I think I told you guys because we went on the Autobahn. Mm-hmm. And so I've been buying signs for his garage. <laughs> and so I bought him like an old Mercedes Benz sign. Oh, cool! Uh, that was like from the 1930s. Oh, awesome! Um, he's a big Entourage show fan, mm. and so I bought him on Etsy a uh, license plate that says Ari's Ferrari. <laughs> you know the show. You know what um, and then I bought him an AMG sign uh, because his car's an AMG. And so this year I got him the Autobahn speed limit oh, sign, cool. which is like a circle with a line through it. Mm-hmm. And then also a sign that says Autobahn this way. And so it's, you know, it's always fun to get things yeah. that somebody is unexpected. Like for Barry, um, I know he doesn't listen, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Um, is that I got him a sign that says Yon Yacht Club, established <laughs> 2022. Because <laughs> we just bought a boat. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, those are great. So uh, are you going to put these all up on the site? Yes, we are. We're going to get those written up and over on the site. Awesome. All right. So, Allie, we, what are some things we shouldn't buy? Yeah, that's all the stuff you should spend your money on. This is what you shouldn't. So it, we all know, right, there are certain things that you should buy in certain months because, or maybe you don't know, they're cheaper in certain times. And there's some stuff you just, just really wait to buy. Okay. So your wait until January list. We've got four things. Bedding and linen. There's always, it's traditionally called the white sale in January. And this is when things like sheets, all kinds of bedding, towels, all that goes on super sale. So wait, don't buy any of that stuff. 
fitness equipment. Everybody wants to get in shape for the new year. (laughs) So that always goes on sale. Uh, All the online sporting goods stores, you know, uh, or in-person retailers, fitness equipment, all the apparel, that stuff goes on sale. So don't buy it for Christmas. TVs and home theater electronics. Hmm. Now, the rest of, you know, the electronics categories are usually really good deals at this time of year, but TVs are going to get cheaper closer to the Super Bowl. Um, That's when they've got all the leftover Christmas inventory. The prices come down. And then finally, winter clothes. Yes, the holiday rush is over there. So there's lots of good uh, clothing sales. So wait on that stuff too. Now, again, if you're wondering what you should buy, uh, we have a lot of really good gift guides over at kmanner.com. So if you were, if you listened to Matt and thought, oh my gosh, he totally nailed it for everyone in his family. I am not that good at gift giving. That's okay. Uh, we have a ton of good gift ideas over on the site. I'm going to share soon uh, some of our favorites under 50 bucks. But we have good stuff. They're creative gifts. It's not going to be the same old, same old. Um, so maybe you can be the winner of Christmas too. Yeah, you'd be like, yes, you want to be Matt. Yes, yeah. you want to do that. <laughs> and I, you know, and I thought, you know, Oprah has her list. I mean, why can't I have my list? Why not? And so I also put together um, Kim's favorite things on my list. And so uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff, tech, not tech. And so just hit commando.com and hit that big old shopping button. All right. If you like quick tips like this, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast where we get your podcast. Just search for Commando with a K. And every single day you get a 60-second news item, news story from me, as well as a great digital life hack. These are tips you're going to use time and time again. Again, Commando and wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure that you subscribe or follow to our Daily Tech Updates. And coming up, we have the What the Heck headline of the week. So funny. Uh, Gifts under $50. uh, TikTok trends that you need to know about because this way you're going to be able to have a conversation with anybody under the age of 30. And they're going to be like, whoa, how did you know that? So stay right where you are. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, welcome back to Kim Commando today. Every Friday, the podcast is just a little bit different than Monday through Thursday because, after all, Allie and Matt are here and we talk about all things digital. And just a quick reminder, if you're not already getting our newsletters, come on, people. Make sure that you get them. We're not going to sell, lease, distribute your email address to anybody ever. And in your inbox, you're going to get us. That's right, us. All of us, every single day. With our tips, we have Windows tips, Android, Apple, you name it. That's commando.com slash subscribe. All right. So it's my turn for the what the heck headline of the week. And here's the headline. Man fired for not being fun at work. Wins (laughs) legal battle. Okay. So we like to have fun. 
we have our little Pictionary, our bingo games, and uh, and then of course we have Google Meet calls that a lot of them are quite comical. I think yeah. I was like, you know, we should like be like, we should be like broadcasting these out. <laughs> Although I will tell you, Matt, you weren't privy mm. to this this morning. Ellie and I did a vid about I don't know eight fifteen, eight o'clock my time, and I got on it. I actually looked at it. And I said. Never in my life would I have thought that I would be having a video meeting with you or anybody in my world with wet hair and absolutely no makeup <laughs> on. It was like, it's like whatever. So the guy's name is Mr. T, not related to the other Mr. <laughs> T. Uh, he was fired from his job. He's a consultant in Paris in 2015 because he refused to get involved with fun after work activities. So what would be fun after work activities. Excessive alcoholism encouraged by colleagues who made very large quantities of alcohol available. <laughs> okay. They got wasted. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, how about this? Practices pushed by colleagues involving promis- promiscu- promiscuity, yes, say that much, bullying and enticement to various excesses. Okay. So in other words, think about this. Your average Irish wake, right? <laughs> so that's it. All right. So here we are. Seven years later, the French court has ruled that companies cannot fire employees for failing to adhere to fun activities. <laughs> That's right. Guy got $4,000 for that. To, or didn't want to go out and get drunk with his mates. And that would be oh, it for you, Mr. T. I pity the fool. <laughs> I could not. I could good not. Good one, Matt. That was a good one. I didn't even think of that one. All right. So because you're our magnificent millennial, you know everything that's happening on TikTok. And I talked a little bit about this on the show that some people are making $400,000 a year sleeping on TikTok, of which I was like, what about me? Right. Um, <laughs> but this seems to be a big deal, right? TikTok is a crazy place. I don't think that I'm breaking any news there by saying that. Um <laughs> But recently, I've discovered TikTok Lives. Normally, I used to just swipe through them, not pay attention. I was like, oh, it's a live. Who cares? But recently, I was like, okay, what are these? Why are these so popular? Why are there so many? And I came across a few trends that are truly bizarre. So, yeah, I wanted to start with the sleeping one. So, a lot of people will be scrolling on TikTok for hours and hours instead of going to sleep. Well, TikTok found a way to monetize that by making it part of their whole thing. So, basically, what it is, is people sleeping, quote, in a bed while they have a big sign behind them with little emoticons on them that you can pay for to give to these people. And what it does is it makes a big sound and wakes them up. And then that person is quote annoyed, right? (laughs) I'm sure they hate it. Clearly they're so annoyed that they're getting paid to just lay in bed and not sleep. What a terrible thing. So some of these people are making huge (laughs) amounts of money. I saw an article recently that said that they're making, on average, a few of these uh, TikTokers are making $15,000 per live. So they can do this. No way. Every day? They can do it multiple times a day. I've seen these If they're sleepy. If they're sleepy. (laughs) Oh, you have. How how long do you have to be live for? It's up to the person, however long you want. Sometimes they set a goal that they want to reach, but typically it's up to the person's discretion. So they can go for four, five, six, seven hours. They can do two, four hour sessions, but people are making a lot of money doing this. And it's just kind of insane. It's all kind of a performance, right? Well, crap. What are we doing here? I don't know. Let's go to bed. Come on. Right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Let's just lay in bed and have people just wake us us up. Oh, no. (laughs) Sounds awful. (laughs) The next one I saw was kind of weird, but a little more scammy. There's psychics. 
on TikTok wow. live. And basically no. what they do is they run these large groups, 600, 700, 800 people, and they're all donating money and then asking their question or trying to talk to a dead relative or trying to see if they're going to get through this health scare, which oh is a lot more crummy in my opinion than just yeah. the sleeping and getting paid for it. This yeah. is people taking advantage kinda, of sad people and such. You know. So that's another thing that people are doing on live. I really don't like that one, but there are a lot of people doing it. There's one lady that actually will say that you have to be one of her top contributors to be able to get a private session with her. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Finally, the weirdest one, it's not as weird as the others, not as scummy, but it is just like, huh? <laughs> is There's women sitting in office chairs and they have a large phone behind them and basically what they do is people will pay, and if they are one of the top contributors, then they will pull up their Instagram feed, and they'll like a bunch of their photos and <laughs> say, oh, I'm going to make you a star. And that's the whole live stream, is they're just sitting in front of a large screen, and they're like, oh, you, you, if you comment enough or if you donate enough, I'm going to pull up your Instagram, and I'll like a bunch of your pictures, and then you're going to become famous. So, okay. inevitably. That hasn't happened yet. Well, yeah. I, I saw... One of these just this morning before we came here, I was I found one. There was six thousand people in the chat wow. trying to get on this, and there was it was just people oh, donating yeah. and donating and donating. I, I couldn't tell how much they were going to make, and I couldn't find any real numbers for this kind of um, lives. But there are it has to be in the thousands just for people how to much like. Does TikTok take? It depends on the video. A lot they're pushing lives a lot right now, but they haven't actually released what they're giving out percentages for the lives. You can find oh. the general percentage they give out for TikTok videos, but for lives, it's a little bit different. They haven't released that information. Well, I saw. I, I also saw some that where people were studying. Oh man, <laughs> uh, Ian showed me those, and he also showed me one like where you can watch people eat. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk about like, yeah. Perhaps <laughs> there's just there's just there's just like this whole weird yeah. thing that's going on. There's these you know? things it's... called mukbang videos, which is where people eat a ton of food all at once, and no. it's like kind of grotesque. No. But people watch those that's a lot. Disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. Those are also on lives. Yeah, gross. So you don't want to um, follow them on TikTok. You want to follow us. <laughs> notice that professional segue, <laughs> yeah. kids? You notice that? So you want to go to Commando. You want to go to Twitter.com slash Kim Commando, Facebook.com slash Kim Commando, Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. You get the drill. And then this way we are going to be passing along great content 24-7 on our social. Coming up in just a few moments, Allie has some great gifts under $50. And we have a joke at the end. Oh, it's your turn for the joke, right, Al? It sure is. I'm going to give this one a solid seven. This, it made me laugh out loud. I think it's a good joke. Ooh, LOL. Yeah. All right. So you want to stay right where you are. <laughs> I did LOL. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. 
visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, welcome to Kim Commando Today's your Friday podcast, and it's a little bit different than Monday through Thursday because, well, this is where we take things on the lighter side. And make sure that you also, if you are a Spanish-speaking native, or if you know somebody who is, I'm having trouble promoting this. I'll be honest with you. I don't really know how to tell people that you can now get the Kim Commando show in Spanish. So if anybody listening, como se dice español, can help us, hola, me llamo Kim Commando, is that I would love to hear from you. You can send us a note at podcast.commando.com because... We have it out there. It's on all the services, but we're not getting a ton of downloads. The only thing I can think of is that we're not telling the right people about it. Because if you're listening here, you probably already speak English and you don't speak Spanish. Or maybe if you are bilingual, you know somebody or some way that we can boost that listening. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's Kim Commando Show in Espanol. All right. So we're going to be talking about gift giving, which is good in any language. (laughs) And with gifts that are under 50 bucks, that's our price point. So what do you have for us, Al? What are some good hits? Okay, I'm going to do this by who the person is. Let's think about it that way. Okay, so for the coffee lover, under 50 bucks, if they don't have a good coffee cup, like a travel cup, Mm. this is the year, a Yeti. It's kind of the creme de la creme, the best of the best. I'll tell you, I have a lot of different travel coffee cups. My Yetis are the only ones that have held up. They don't flake. They don't, you know, the coating doesn't come off like all the other cheaper ones. So it's worth spending a little more. They're about 35 bucks, so it's not terrible. They come in like 29 different colors. They're dishwasher safe. They keep your <laughs> coffee hot or cold forever, so they're worth it. Okay, for the dad who is obsessed with tools. Mm. Okay, these things are so cool. I'm, I'm sure you two have seen these. They're these attachments for a drill yep. that are different cleaning heads. So it's a pack of three. You can get them in all different kind of you know stiffnesses, and they do different things. But this is for the person who's like, Okay, I want to clean the bathtub with my drill. Or I want to deep clean the entire garage with my drill. Doing the dishes with your drill. <laughs> sure, why not? They're only 18 Big bucks. dinner with my drill. These things have like 62,000 reviews on Amazon and like really high stars. Wow. People love these things and they're cheap. So this is a good, a good gift. Okay, uh, for the person who is new to smart stuff but wants some smart lights, these are really cool. There are all kinds of light strips. Some of them are very expensive, but the Wise light strips are actually a really good deal. Uh, they're about 40 bucks. These actually went viral on TikTok because people were using them to create kind of this like club atmosphere, like EDM, uh, like, you know, clubby, yeah, like a rave in their mm-hmm. room, basically. You don't mm-hmm. have to go that crazy with them. Um, they're these little light strips. You can put them anywhere. You control them with your phone. They're really cool. And then finally, if you have a performer in your life, I think these are really fun. Uh, a US, a wireless Bluetooth karaoke microphone. Ooh. So fun. So yeah. fun. So fun. Yeah. These are, yes. um, they're about 50 bucks. They've got voice changing effects. They can, um, you can add a second mic. So if you have multiple people, you can connect them, which is really cool. They connect in your car to the car speakers. Oh man. So if you're like the wow. car karaoke person, this is either a good gift or a really annoying gift. Um, so, you know, use your discretion, but I think they're really fun. You know, if there are, there's a, a couple in your family and they have kids <laughs> and you don't really like them people very much, is you buy this for their children. There you go. Okay. Fun. You just, I, I've done that before. You buy the kids like a drum set. I was set. just going to yeah. say drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, they're like, 
You're like, oh, the kids love it, don't they? You're like, mm, yeah, thank you. Oh, now what do we do? All right, so before we talk about some holiday traditions, a little special thing that we're adding here on Kim Commando Today, Friday Editions. Um, every week we have a joke. And Allie, you know, you said it was a seven. said it was a seven. So let's see if it truly is a seven. Okay. A ship was traveling on a dangerous part of the sea. The captain sees a pirate ship approaching their vessel. And he yells to his crew, bring me my red shirt. And the crew brings him out the red shirt. He puts it on. And he leads his men to battle. They lose one man, but on the whole, it's a good victory. And everybody thinks about, what's up with the red shirt? But they shrug it off. A couple days later, the captain sees two pirate ships in the distance. And he yells, bring me my red shirt. And the crew does it, and they all fight off the pirates. They lose a few more men this time. But most of them, they're unscathed. Okay, but this time, curiosity gets the best of them. And one of the men says to the captain, why'd you ask for the red shirt? And he said, well, I know you all look to me for support and morale, and I knew there was a good chance of me getting injured, and I didn't want you to see me bloody and fear that all was lost. So I put on my red shirt so that my injuries will blend in. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. A few weeks later, the ship is traveling, and in the distance there are ten pirate ships. And the captain spots this and yells, Bring me my brown pants. (laughs) 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 All right. Okay, I like yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. That was a good one. I, I think I'm going to give that an eight. How about you, I Matt? I think it's an eight as well. It's Thank solid you. joke. I'm a classic underseller. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I know. I like it. All right, so before we leave, everybody, let's talk about some holiday traditions. Um, what's a big one of yours, Matt, and your family? You know, my family gets together on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and we don't want to cook two meals for both of them. That seems excessive. And so for a while now, every Christmas Eve, we go and get takeout Chinese, and we still sit around the big dinner table, the big dining room table, and have our <laughs> big meal. But it's chow mein and kung pao chicken and orange chicken, and it's nice. <laughs> That's nice. You know, that's fun. Yeah. That is. That's I like that tradition. That's a good one because it's – do you just eat all out of the boxes? Too? Oh, yeah. No dishes. Just just Perfect. paper plates and the boxes. No, no problem. <laughs> Love that. All right. Um, how about you, Allie? Okay. So my family, my parents, and my husband's parents live on opposite sides of town. So door-to-door, it's at least an hour, which is not very fun on Christmas to just be driving all across the valley, right? So a few years ago, we decided we should just take a break in the middle – So we go to one family's house in the morning, and then we go home in the afternoon. We watch a movie. We, you know, make lunch uh, with each other. We just have some time just to ourselves, and then we go to the other house in the evening. But it makes a day where it feels like, oh, my gosh, we've been in the car all day. Feel like, no, we're going to go somewhere in the morning, somewhere in the evening, and the afternoon's for us. Yeah. You know, that makes a lot of sense. It does. Because otherwise you're just like, oh, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And then that's not very relaxing It's not. It's not fun, no. Mm Mm-mm. Well, um, we go to Mass. I go to Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve, and then uh, then we come home, and sometimes we open presents. <gasps> believe oh, it. do you? <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, and if we don't go to Midnight Mass, I go to Mass on Christmas Day. But we always have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. I mean, every Christmas Day, it's just, it's a wonderful life. We put all that on. <laughs> and also, uh, sometimes we have pigs and blankets. Ooh. Sometimes we do. Um or as some people call it, uh, relatives sleeping in the spare room. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Allie, oh, you have one more thing that you want to share. I uh, do, fan yes. Mail. Speaking of holiday traditions, so we were talking about our favorite appetizers, and I mentioned the brie. Well, we got a lovely message from our pal Elaine. So she said, in short, about me, she is so right about the brie in the oven. It's great. But tell her to make it even better 
Grab a jar of lingonberry preserves. If you have an Ikea store, they have lots of it. Have you two ever had that lingonberry jam? No. It's really uh-huh. good. I haven't had it in years, but it is good. She said, honey is good, but she will be in heaven with the lingonberry sauce. <laughs> Thank you for the tip. I'm going to go buy Ikea this holiday season, and I'm going to try it. Yeah. Yeah. And we do read every single email that you send us. And by the way, when you send an email, it comes to all of us. So mm-hmm. be especially nice all the time, which you should be anyway, <laughs> especially at the holidays. Uh, podcasts at commando.com. And if you learn one thing, if you laughed at least once or groaned at a bad joke, um, make sure that you share us with your family members and friends. Just tell three people. I challenge you this week. Just tell three people about Kim Commando today, the podcast. Tag us at Kim Commando wherever you are. So this way we know that you did it. Heck, we may even give you a prize, like a Kim Commando show fanny pack or something like that. So tell at least three people about Kim Commando today, wherever you are on social, because that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again here next week.